good to see everybody tonight. I'm glad you're here. And um, it's just wonderful that we can gather together midweek like this and praise the Lord and pray together and receive His Word. And uh, I pray that you'll be encouraged as we begin uh, tonight by being reminded that our chains are gone. We've been set free, grateful for the chain breaker through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm sure you're familiar with this song, so sing along with us. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound That saved a wretch like me I once was lost, but now I'm found Was blind, but now I Was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. My chains are gone, I've been set free, my God, my Savior has ransomed me, and like a flood, His mercy reigns, an ending love, amazing has promised good to me his word my hope secures he will my shield and portion be as long as life endures my chains are gone i've been set free my god my savior has ransomed me like a flood his mercy reigns unending love amazing grace my chains are gone i've been set free my god my savior has ransomed me and like a flood his mercy reigns unending love amazing shall soon dissolve like snow the sun forbear to shine but God who called me here below will be forever 
grace and, and how we have been set free and we're going to look tonight in just a moment at how the, the greatest problem that we have is a sin problem and um, we can't handle it ourselves we can't deal with it ourselves we could spend a lifetime trying to deal with it but we could never be good enough and we never could make it to God but God came to us praise the Lord and Jesus came and, and uh, paid the price and uh, we have been ransomed and redeemed in other words, he, he bought us out of the slave market of sin and paid the price that was necessary with his own blood. So be encouraged tonight. And I think sometimes maybe we just like, yeah, I know he died for me and I know he, he shed his blood for me. And, you know, uh, that, that's right. I, I, I've already, I've already uh, you know, established that and I've already accepted that. Let's move on to other things. No, that, let's never get over that, you know, because that's what it's all about. And I think it's great to be reminded tonight, you know, when we pray together, the reason we can pray is because of the price that Jesus paid. And uh, so I pray tonight that we'll be encouraged by that. And uh, I forgot my, my mic, Brian, so I'll just have to stick with this. Um, ran a little bit late tonight. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that we're gathered together tonight and my heart's been encouraged. And I've had this song on my, on my heart and on my mind all day. So uh, to God be the glory. And I, I agree with Miles, you know. Uh, that's a great one to have played at your funeral because when we get to heaven, if we're believers in Christ, that's it. That's how we get there. God's grace through the price that Jesus paid. And I pray that that's that settled in our hearts tonight. Anybody else have a word of praise on your heart tonight that you want to share? I'm grateful that we can praise the Lord. Nothing like good fellowship, being with God's people and talking about the Lord and praying together, supporting each other. Uh, you, can't, you can't find that in the world, but you can find it with, with a group of believers like Miles is talking about. That's, that's wonderful. What a privilege and what a joy that it is that we have that in common if we know Christ. Anybody else tonight? I'd like to you know, praise the Lord as we begin, give him praise uh, tonight to remind us of his goodness and, and his greatness. Let's brag on the Lord a little bit. Anybody else have a word on your heart tonight? Well, I'm glad you're here. Well, that's right. Well, I'm glad you're here as well. I'm glad you're getting stronger, doing better, and, and looking good. I'm glad you're here with us tonight. What a privilege. Great. Jesse Smith, thank you, Vicky, for giving us an update and sharing with us good news. I'm glad she's doing better, and, and you think she might get to go home soon? Yeah, be an answer to prayer, David. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Amen. Right. The grace of God. Yeah, your chains are gone. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, got a got a new man sitting there beside you, Donna. Isn't that good? Praise God. That's what it's all about. Well, he's bragging about the Lord, so you can brag on David if you want, but he's bragging on the Lord. <laughs> yeah. He was there Sunday, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's great. You, you've been waiting on that, haven't you? Yeah. 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 Anybody else tonight? Word of praise. Don't let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Right. That's right. Yep. We, we went to the grill this morning and had to sit around some men and and uh, and you know that's, that's freedom to do that. We didn't have to ask permission. We just got in our car and went and uh, didn't have to worry about you know being quiet about the Lord or anything like that we had the freedom to be together and share together and, and uh, praise the Lord for that um, Jonelle right and that's that's so true it's not about us it, it really isn't and um, God does the work God changes us and to God be the glory because we certainly don't deserve it but I'm grateful for his grace and his mercy and his faithfulness he's always with us and you know the Bible tells us that uh, you know we go through trials that, um, that we can go through it with joy if we know the Lord that's a whole different perspective you know God has a purpose just like we're studying on Sunday mornings you know about Job and uh, you know God God has a purpose it may not make sense to us and we may would rather God choose another route for us but he's got a purpose and he'll equip us and he'll make us stronger he's got our best interest at heart he's on our side and uh, we just need to yield to him and surrender to him and, and uh, Sunday morning we're going to be in Job 19 and uh, you know where Job says my redeemer lives and, uh, and so uh, I, I pray that that'll be a, an encouragement that we, we serve and know a, a, a living redeemer um, he's not dead he's alive and we have a living hope and everlasting hope and so I pray that that will encourage us let's pray for Sunday as well God will work and move and, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to the Lord's day coming up um, being together again and we had Sunday morning and Sunday night we had first time visitors with us and and so I praise the Lord for that. That's always great. And had good attendance Sunday. I think probably Sunday was, if I'm not mistaken, I, I didn't take a head count or anything like that. But I imagine we had uh, the most here Sunday that we probably had in a couple of years, I, I guess. Um, but, uh, but I, I, you know, it's not about the numbers, but every, every number represents a soul. And it's good to have good attendance and good to have first-time visitors. And, and I pray that they'll, that they'll come back, um, even on Sunday night. Had a good number Sunday night and had visitors here Sunday night so uh, I'm just grateful for that and, and it's just a privilege and an honor to gather like this and what a joy to be with God's people not only at the cafe but especially at the church house to meet at the Lord's house and 
to worship God and praise Him. Um, you won't find that anywhere in this world. You know, the, the peace and the joy and the love uh, that, that, we, that we enjoy, you know, gathering together that we find in Jesus because He paid it all. And we are set free. And who the Son sets free, we are free indeed. And uh, so, uh, to God be the glory. And I want to, you know, I love starting off with praise. What a sweet spirit we have here tonight. And, um, and let's, let's open with prayer. Father, I thank you so much that we can gather like this in your name. And Lord, we're reminded of the victory that's ours because you paid the price for our sin. You've set us free. And Lord, I thank you that you arose, that, you're, that you are alive, that you are seated even now at the Father's right hand as our great high priest. And you are praying for us right now as we are praying and lifting up our prayers to you right now. What a powerful thought. Help us, Lord, to be encouraged tonight. And I pray that you'll speak to us and help us, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Also, uh, you know, we have the week of prayer for uh, North American Missions. And uh, today is Jared and Jennifer Huntley in Washington, D.C. Um, they, uh, they have a heart for uh, military personnel. And uh, they, they launched Pillar Church of Washington, D.C., and, and Jared, he served in the Army, and he knows firsthand how difficult it can be to navigate, you know, unique challenges of the military culture, especially without Christ. And so um, he can identify, you know, with those that are in the military, and they have a heart for them, and they're discipling and equipping military personnel and families, you know, to follow Jesus and share the gospel um, and be missionaries if, if they're to move uh, to other bases or, or, or deployed. Jared says it's a great way to accomplish the Great Commission. And they're already uh, transient. The, the government is moving these people all over the place. And uh, they have opportunity to disciple these military families. So uh, here's, a, here's a couple there. And uh, uh, they are um, there in Washington, D.C. And so we want to pray for Jared and Jennifer Huntley and our North American missionaries. And uh, they, uh, they will be... Uh, on military bases and and discipling and sharing the gospel with uh, with with those families, the military personnel. So, uh, so I want us to pray for them and also all our uh, North American uh, missionaries. Uh, once again, there's 366 million people in North America, uh, 350 languages, and 275 million uh, estimated without the the hope of the gospel in in North America. So, uh, you know, this is all leading us up to. Um, the uh, Annie Armstrong Easter offering that we're going to be receiving for North American missions. So um, I want you to know that I went to uh, Nashville last year to the uh, the National Convention, um, Southern Baptist Convention, and my favorite part of it, very powerful, was the sin celebration, where you have these international and also North American missionaries, and um, and they are, are commissioning them off. You know to serve to their various you know locations and and I'm just telling you um, you see those families come up and um, and they they are going because God told them to go God's called them and they're going and and some of them had to hide behind a screen because it's dangerous location you know where they're going to be uh, going to and and uh, so they need our prayers and they also need our support and I want us to pray uh, specifically tonight for Jared and, uh, and Jennifer Huntley as they are ministering there in Washington, D.C. And, of course, that's close to Baltimore um, where Austin O'Donnell is at. 
uh, he's been to our church. He's from Liberty here, and uh, he was on staff at Norris uh, for a while, and that's his uh, his home church still, or or his uh, sending church. And um, so we want to pray uh, for Austin and for Jared uh, tonight. So let's do that right now, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord, for the gospel. Lord, we have a story to share, a, a story to go out and share to the nations. And I pray, Lord, that as we think about the the fields are already they're wide into harvest and, and lord yet the the workers are few and i pray lord that that you'll be with us here in liberty help us god to uh to share you uh, to talk about you and to to build relationships with co-workers and neighbors and and people in the community lord and and let them see you in us help our church to be a lighthouse right here in liberty but lord we pray especially for our north american missionaries those that are serving we ask God that you will protect them and guide them and give them wisdom, Lord, as they plant churches and as they reach out into communities. And we pray especially for Jared and Jennifer Huntley in Washington, D.C. Lord, as they reach out to those in the military, I just ask God that you'll just guide them and direct them. I pray that souls will be saved and, and, and Lord, that you'll do a, a great work through them, that your work would be accomplished through them as they are willing, Lord, to serve you in Washington, D.C., to reach out to these military families. I pray for Austin O'Donnell as well in Baltimore, Maryland. I pray, God, that you'll put a hedge protection about he and, and Merrill and their family, Lord, as they reach out and, and as they share the gospel. We just thank you again, Lord, that we can share the good news about Jesus. And I pray that you'll be with these missionaries. I pray for our Annie Armstrong Easter offering, God, that, that you'll lay upon our hearts what you'd have us to give. And, Lord, that we would give and that you would take that and use it for your glory that souls will be saved and added to your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, if you'll turn with me to Hebrews chapter 9. I had shared with you about our greatest need. And, of course, God's people are prepared for the greatest need that we have. And when we think about being prepared... Don't you don't you like to be prepared? You know, it's it's, it's frustrating when uh, when you're not prepared for something, something's lacking or maybe something's missing, and um, you know you're not you're not prepared. Um, you know, when we go on vacation, you know, the night before, man, it can the washing machine's going, the dryer's going, and the suitcases are out, and we're trying to think, did you get this and did you get that and and. Uh, you know, me and the boys we got to, don't don't want to forget those golf clubs, right? And and so all, you just want to be prepared. You know, you don't want to go down to the beach and it's like wow, or or be somewhere far away from home and and just not prepared. Well, I want you to know that we're far away from home in this world. This world is not our home, and um, you know, no one no one does not want to be unprepared. And so, uh, as we think about our greatest need, you know, are we prepared for our greatest need? You know, if I were to ask random people on the streets, you know, what man's greatest need is, what do you think they would say? What are some things that people would say is, is our greatest need? Just give me some feedback. What would people say? Money? You know, right. What's that? Water? Yep, got to have water. Of all the utilities, you know, I mean, we can, might can do without power a few days. We wouldn't like it, but we could. Um, you know, Mike could do certainly could do without the phone, right? Cut it off. Uh, I remember I've, I've actually had people before come and say, you know, can you can you pay my can, can the church pay for my cell phone bill? No, let me think about it. 
No. <laughs> uh-uh. We can do without that. We, we can do it. As a matter of fact, it, it's, it, it'd be a blessing, wouldn't it, if we just lay it, lay it aside for, you know, for a while. Uh, get off, off all that stuff and everything. Uh, stuff that just kind of, you know, uh, d- disappoints us and, and frustrates us and, and, uh, and everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's you know that's that's right. Some people would say that most important thing is you know it, it might be their social life, and they got to have that phone. You know, you think about our our teenagers. You know, um, if if uh, if they can't find Wi-Fi, it's a it's a national tragedy, isn't it? We got we got to contact Congress. We got to find out what to do. There's no there's no Wi-Fi. You know, and and um, and it's funny, isn't it? Interesting the different generations. You know, for for us. Um, you know, we had the landline. That's the only thing. There was no text messaging, not even pagers at that time. Um, but, uh, you know, the picture of the long cord and stretching it out into another room or, or outside or whatever, you could have some privacy and, and everything. Um, but some would say social life. And, and you know, we, we think about, you know, I mentioned our students, and, and obviously that's, you know, social life, and they want to fit in and want to belong and, and, and popularity and image and all of that. You know, we, we remember when we were... Today we look back on it and say, ah, y'all just, that's not a big deal. But to them it is, right? And so we think about, you know, different people might would say different things about what, you know, what is uh, most, what's our greatest need. You know, health, that's something very important. You know, health is important. Uh, wealth, uh, finances, we've already said that. Um, and, uh, you know, but think about this, and, and I've, already, I've already mentioned it, but, but reality is that our greatest need is to have our sin dealt with, and um, it because sin separates us from God. You know, we 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 just we think about verses. We can't claim verses like with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Well, if I'm lost and, and I'm still in my sin and I'm not in Christ, then uh, then I can't really claim that with because I'm not with God, right? I'm separated from God. I'm alienated. From God, so we need to be in Christ if we're to be with God, and uh, that's how that we take care of our greatest problem. And it's some would say our greatest, as a, as a country, some would say our greatest problem or our greatest need is military, and some would say, you know, politicians, and we got to get the right people in. Or, or and and you know the thing about it is, is all the things that I've mentioned are not necessarily bad, and I think we would all agree they're important. But our greatest need is our sin to have our sin dealt with because if we don't do that then we're separated from God and we're just going through life on our own you know we have no stability we have really no meaning and purpose and we're letting the world you know influence us and so we, we must be in Christ well in Hebrews chapter 9 uh, notice with me in uh, in verse 22 and according to the law Almost all things are purified with blood. The importance of the blood, the law, you know, there must be blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Well, what does that mean? Anybody take a stab at what remission means? What are we talking about there? Without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness, right? And um, and so 
In this portion of scripture here in, um, in Hebrews uh, chapter 9, the author of Hebrews is, is dealing with uh, the fact that Jesus is our mediator. Now, what is a mediator? What are we talking about there? A go-between, that's right. So, so Jesus is our, is our go-between to, to the Father. Uh, the only way to get to the Father is through the mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, and you know, uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes unto the Father except through me. And so, you know, the Father's here and we're here. We can't get there unless it's through Jesus. So you, you place your faith in Jesus, and that's the only way that we can get to the Father, the only way that we can get to God. And, and the, the necessity of the mediator's death is what, um, is what Hebrews 9 is dealing with. Um, you know, uh, with, without that, um, I mean, you look at verse, uh, what is, I can't see, 23, uh, sprinkled with, with blood, the tabernacle and all the vessels of, of the, the ministry. And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. And here it is, without the shedding of blood, no remission of sin. So the mediator sacrifices himself for our sin because that's what separates us from God. So the necessity of our mediator uh, to die in our place, to sacrifice himself. And, um, and so... Um, the author of Hebrews is dealing with Jesus' need to sacrifice himself on the cross as our mediator. Uh, make no mistake about it. There's no other way to have a relationship with God and to get to God apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. He's, he's our mediator. And Jesus is the only acceptable sacrifice for our sin as nothing else, no actions, no works, uh, no other person, nothing can deal with our sin like the sinless Son of God who paid the price for our sin in full on the cross of Calvary. And, and so when you think about the Old Testament and, and all the sacrifices that had to be made, there was the, the blood flowed, you know, the, the sacrifices. And, and it all pointed to the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus. You know, I've mentioned this before on the Day of Atonement. Yom Kippur, the priest would go into the Holy of Holies and in the Day of Atonement, he would, he would uh, make a sacrifice for the sin of the people. He would go into the Holy of Holies and, and he, would, he would offer that sacrifice and he had to do it over and over and over and over and just on and on, you know, offer the, the sacrifice for our sin. And, um, and without the shedding of blood, the Bible says, there is no remission no forgiveness of sin and and so when jesus came he it all pointed to to jesus and his sacrifice and he's the ultimate uh sacrifice and let me just say this right now i'm often weary about those and i mentioned this earlier but they seem to minimize our need for jesus's death burial and resurrection as if yeah we've you know we've already done that we've already uh you know, believe that, and, and we've already settled that. So let's just move on. You know, let's talk about other things. And, and so what I, I mean, why would we do, why would Jesus command us, as often as you do, do in remembrance of me? Why would, why would we observe 
the Lord's Supper. Why, why would we continually do that? Because we never need to forget. Always be reminded and remember what Jesus uh, did for us. And never get over it. We, we, it should be sweet to us all the time to be reminded. And maybe we don't remind ourselves enough about it. Because the reality is, is we didn't deserve it. And you know what else? He certainly didn't deserve what he endured on the cross. Even death on the cross for you and for me. And so, don't ever get over what Jesus did for you. It's, it's only God's people that are truly prepared because of what Jesus did in our place on the cross by enduring the judgment of God that we are rightfully, you know, should have happened to us and shouldn't have happened to him, but he endured that in our place for our sin. And so, so think of it like this. Um, Pavlov, the Russian psychologist, did experiments in what we call conditioned response. He had his dogs, and then he would ring a bell. And then what would he do? He would feed his dogs. He would ring a bell, and he would feed his dogs. Ring a bell, <laughs> feed his dogs. And so what was he doing? It was a conditioned response. He was conditioning the dogs so that all, they had, all that he had to do was ring a bell. And what would they start doing? Man, they'd, they'd begin, they'd come, they'd start drooling. You know, they know it's, they associate conditioned response. You ring the bell, good thing food's going to come. It's almost like when we had Lucy. Um, we, to get her, when she was a puppy, we had to have her inside for several weeks. And, uh, you know, before we would, were free to let her go outside. And, uh, and so, you know, to get her to go in her pen, we had this little chew ball that you put peanut butter in, right? And so... Um, so I, I would get that, and boy, she'd start wagging that tail, you know, dogs, you know, just, just going, dancing around, happy dog, happy dog, happy, happy, give, me, give, me, give it to me, whatever, you know, and, and I'd throw it in the pen, and she'd go in there, and, and she'd just go to town, and then I'd, I'd lock it up. Well, she, she associated, you know, that the pen's not a bad place. That, that's where I go to get my snack or where I can go eat. So, so that worked out great, you know, and, and, and I, all I'd have to do is get up and go in there and pull it out of the cabinet, and she'd go to the pen. Oh, let's, let's go, have, go ahead, bring it on, bring it on. And, and so, um, you know, the, the, this, this dog, Pavlov's dog, would begin to salivate when, um, when he heard the bell because that meant food. Well, God was doing this in the Old Testament with all the sacrifices that I mentioned. I mean, beginning with the skins that clothed Adam and Eve. There had to be a sacrifice made to clothe them. Why? Because they sinned. They recognized for the first time that they were naked. So... There was, there, it cost the life of this animal. And that, so God clothed them, Adam and Eve. And it continued on to Abel's offering. He was conditioning his people. And when they saw the blood, they were reminded repeatedly that sin meant death. The sacrifice, the animal, the bull, whatever was slain, and, and the blood was applied. And, and you think about, um, think about Egypt. And uh, think about, you know, how they had to put the, the blood on the doorpost. You know, the blood. The, the animal died. There was blood. And they applied it to the doorpost as God told them. When the death angel passed over, all the ones that had the, uh, the blood applied, they were, they were saved. And so, you know, that obviously reminds us of the blood of Jesus. Have we had the blood of Jesus applied, you know, to, to our lives? And so all through the Old Testament, the continual sacrificing over 
and over again, God was conditioning his people. And when they saw the blood, they were reminded that sin meant death. And therefore, God's people were ready for the death of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the cross. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. There is no forgiveness. And so we're reminded of that here in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22. Um, as, as we think about this tonight, how do the Old Testament sacrifices help us look for the coming sacrifice of Jesus? You know, I mean, my goodness, if we, if we don't connect the two, then we have totally missed it. You know, the, the, the sacrifices of the Old Testament all point to the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus. And also, how does it change our perspective of the Old Testament to read it this way? Think about that. You know, we, we must link those two together. Um, you, you remember Abraham. What did God tell Abraham to do to his long-awaited promised son? Sacrifice him. Kill him. That's right. And um, so they're heading, they're, they've saddled up and they've gathered, you know, the things that they needed for the trip. You remember what, what Isaac asked his dad? Where, yeah, where's the lamb? We've got the wood and we've got supplies and everything. But dad's, where, where's the lamb? And what did Abraham say? God will provide. <laughs> God will provide. And, and so time and time again, as we think about the sacrifices in the Old Testament, the perspective needs to be that it, it, it points to Christ. And he is the ultimate sacrifice. So let's take time in prayer to thank God for the sacrifices in the Old Testament that continually pointed and ultimately the, the, the sacrifice of Jesus. And so let, let's thank the Lord, you know, for that because, you know, God established the law that there, there must be a sacrifice. And um, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. And it's still true today. We have no forgiveness without the blood of Jesus. And so, yeah, let's keep singing. There's power, power in the blood. Let's keep singing, are you washed in the blood? Because without that, there's no life. And so Jesus paid it all. He's our ultimate sacrifice. And so, uh, so let's pray together and let's, let's be thankful for the, all the sacrifices that we find in the Old Testament and then how it led to the ultimate sacrifice of the Lord Jesus as we keep in mind that without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. It doesn't matter how many good works we have. If we, if we haven't dealt with our sin, not by trying to be good, but by trusting in Jesus' work, his finished work on the cross, everything that we do is going to fall short. Because the right, even the, at our best, you know, we're as filthy rags unto the Lord, the Bible says. But Jesus, he's a sinless son of God. He's our ultimate sacrifice. And there's power in his blood. And it's his blood that washes our sin away. And then we're reminded in 1 John 1, 9 that when we mess up and we fail, that, that, if, that we'll confess that sin, that God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What a wonderful promise. So we might be here tonight, and as we're thinking about forgiveness and we're thinking about what Jesus did for us,
Maybe God's convicting us of something, you know, that we need to ask forgiveness for. The good news is, you know, that, that he will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so let's, let's take some time tonight as we pray. And let's be so thankful for what Jesus did for us, the ultimate sacrifice that he paid on, on our behalf. And uh, maybe, maybe you know someone that, that, that you're concerned about. Maybe they haven't dealt with their sin. They haven't come to terms. You know, they haven't, uh, they haven't trusted Christ as their Lord and Savior. We've got, you know, we've got Easter coming up. We've got a spring revival coming up. And I pray that we'll begin to, you know, pray and, and reach out and encourage and invite family and friends to come and be a part of our, you know, of, of not just our revival, but, but even this Sunday. You know, it's a wonderful, powerful thing as you look in Job chapter 19. You know, as, as we think about how our Redeemer lives and that wonderful hope that we have. He paid the price and he died so that we might live. And then he defeated death, hell, and the grave and arose again. And our, our Savior lives. He rules and reigns and he's seated at the right hand of, of God the Father. And he is our mediator. You know, when we pray, he's our great high priest. And he's the only way to God. And he came and died for us. So let's be thankful for that tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord, I'm grateful for what we have looked at tonight in your word. Thank you for all the sacrifices, Lord, that we see in the Old Testament and how it pointed to the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus. And thank you, Lord, that at, at just the right time, you came into this world. And you walked this earth and you did powerful things you spoke and you taught with such authority and then Lord you laid down your life died on the cross for our sin sacrificed yourself paid the price for our sin if we'll only believe you set us free our chains are indeed gone and we thank you for that dear Lord so encourage us tonight dear Jesus I pray that we'll be revived tonight God as we are reminded of what you did for us Lord, as you lay down your life, help us to give you our life because you are worthy. We thank you again in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so uh, I've, I've pulled up our, um, our live stream here tonight, and, um, and I don't see any prayer requests just yet. And it's good to see those of you that are joining us online. If you have any prayer requests, uh, feel free to, to share that. I can see that, and I'll share it uh, with the group. And um, as I mentioned... Um, we had first-time visitors Sunday, and I pray that we'll uh, see them again this coming Sunday. Um, I don't have any information on them. But we didn't have, they didn't turn a card in, but I pray that they'll be back. I do know one couple. I went to school with their daughter and enjoyed seeing them Sunday night and talking with them, and, and it was good uh, catching up with them and, and, and hearing about their daughter. We graduated together, um, and uh, so I, I pray that they'll, that they'll be back. But let's pray for those visitors and pray that God will... Uh, bless us with visitors on Sunday and, and pray for the Lord's Day as we're reminded about our Redeemer and how uh, the Lord Jesus lives. Um, also, as, as, uh, as we've been praying, continue to pray for Bob and Kathy Collins. Um, just remember them. I believe Kathy is still over at Manna. And, uh, so let's, let's continue to lift them up. And, um, and then uh, let's, let's continue to remember you, Helen. Pray that you'll continue to get your strength back. And, of course, uh, thank you for your prayers for my mom. And, um, and she's, she's watching right now. So, hey, Mom. <laughs> um, but thank you for your prayers. Todd Aiken, um, uh, pray that Todd, he's, he's, he's wanting to come to church. And, uh, 
and so there's there's that process you know that pray that he'll be able to you know get that approved and everything be able to join us love to see Todd here with us and um, let's continue to pray for uh, for Todd and and then uh, Brian and and, uh, and and Jenny Shell as well uh, that's listed on our, our prayer list uh, Laura Moore Valerie's sister she's just doing great and we appreciate the prayers there and and uh, continue to remember um, our shut-in uh, Sue Balding and Mary Carty Weasel Carty let's continue to remember uh, her and Frank Kolb uh, continue to pray for Frank Sheila Galbraith and um, Jane Pratt uh, Karen was telling me that uh, they've they've uh, got a, a computer set up where Jane can watch our services and uh, Karen said she stayed with her while she was re-watching a service and said that she was just singing along and everything and I, I'm so thankful for that again I appreciate uh, our audiovisual team uh, good to hear the good news about uh, about Miss Smith and I pray that she'll be able to to come home soon Ruth Traber as well uh, Patsy Morris continue to remember Miss Patsy and uh, Joe Hunter and and uh, Jean Watson as well uh, we've uh, she's our shut-in of the week and uh, we uh, are going to pray for her tonight as well any other requests tonight as we pray Go back to work. Okay. Oh, good, good. I know. I'm right there with you, Miles. Yep. Yeah, well, we pray that the therapy continues to do well and you'll be able to go back to work uh, soon. I know Deanne's trying to get you out of the house. Go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. And I do remind you about our couple steak dinner on the 19th. If you haven't signed up, uh, there's a good list out there. Good, good number of folks, and uh, grateful for that. Looking forward to Jeremy Merck being with us uh, to share, and um, and then our um, our kids' Easter uh, celebration is is on uh, April the 9th, and that's the Saturday before revival starts. And so, uh, looking forward to that, and uh, and then our spring revival starts the 10th through the 13th and and uh zach shaw from jones avenue is going to be with us it's just going to be a great week and uh, and let's be in prayer and and let's let's seek revival let the lord revive us and maybe i think revival can certainly start when we're just reminded of the basics of what we looked at tonight fall in love with jesus all over again thank you lord oh you died in my place and i didn't deserve it but thank you for what you did for me and you can't help but, but be revived in your soul when you're reminded of the great love and grace you know, of God and what Jesus did for us. Uh, so um, just want to remind you about that. And, of course, um, our, our students are uh, signing up, getting ready uh, for, um, for uh, MFUGE. That will be down in Mobile, Alabama. And, uh, and then Vacation Bible School, we're continuing to prepare and, and uh, looking forward to that. So uh, uh, just remember... Um, 
all these things in the life of our church and all those names that's been mentioned tonight. Any others tonight before we pray? She's, she's in a lot of pain. Sunday, I, I saw uh, her daughter, and she's in a lot of pain, but I think she's, you know, improving, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. And uh, I, I just, the type of surgery they did, I know that she's dealing with a lot of pain. And I know that she's missing her family. And I'm not sure, she's still in Colorado. I'm not sure exactly when she'll be able to get back. But, um, but uh, you know, we just continue to lift her up. Pray that she'll Another couple of weeks, okay. Continue to remember her in prayer tonight. Oh, they found, yeah. Yeah, but she's she's safe. Yep, doing she's doing well. She's in a good spot right a good place right now. Yeah, but mentioning that, uh, of course Tanya uh DeVore. You know, they did find her son's body that was missing, and it's so sad. And let's just remember that family as we pray tonight. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's close in prayer. And I'm grateful for the good spirit tonight, and I've been so encouraged, and I hope that you've been encouraged as well. And and I appreciate the good number tonight, and and uh, also those that are online as well. And uh, and so uh, once again, I mean, this is a. Uh, I guess the most we've had on Wednesday night in a long time, and then you add the, you know, the nine or ten that's online, you know, to that, and uh, and it's a blessing. So thank y'all, and uh, and uh, let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. David, once again, man, grateful to have you, and I'm gonna ask you if you'll close us in prayer tonight. Also, Heavenly Father, we pray for those in Ukraine, and uh, we just ask God that you would be with our president and and his staff, Lord, and, and the meetings that he's involved with. We pray that you would give wisdom, because we know that the decisions that they make affects millions of lives. We pray for mercy, dear God, and we just ask God that you'd be with that situation, and it just breaks our hearts, Lord, to think about so many trying to flee and get out of harm's way, and and um, I just ask God that you would just be merciful. And, and Lord, I don't really know what to say right now about it, except I know that you're in control. And um, we just ask God that you would work. And we pray for those over there that, that, that are believers, God, that you would use this to glorify yourself. And, and uh, we just ask God that you'll help our nation. Lord, we think about uh, rising gas prices, and we think about all the depressing things, Lord, that's on the news. And Lord, I just pray that that we would keep our look on you keep keep looking up and trusting in you and uh, just help us lord in jesus name amen
God bless. Have a great week, everybody. Looking forward to seeing you on the Lord's Day.